The 2024 presidential election season is starting off with a bang and it calls for an impeachment. Yeah, another one. In a statement yesterday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy launched an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Now, McCarthy has been signaling this move for weeks, and it comes as some far-right House Republicans have threatened to oust him as Speaker. So joining us now from the Capitol is U.S. House Representative Raja Krishnamoorthy, who represents Illinois' 8th District in the Northwest suburbs. Congressman, welcome back. Hey, thanks so much. First of all, your reaction to this move from the Speaker? Well, I think it's meritless. Uh, it's a ridiculous um, move on his part. I sit on the House Oversight Committee, which has been uh, presented with quote-unquote evidence uh, with regard to uh, President Biden's uh, supposed illegality. And I have to say, I haven't seen one shred, not even one iota of wrongdoing by the president, let alone evidence of high crimes and misdemeanor. So uh, I think that this is a purely political move and nothing more. This is a formal impeachment inquiry. Can you just explain what that means? Well, technically, an impeachment inquiry allows um, a committee or committees to uh, you know, begin gathering evidence of high crimes and misdemeanor, usually uh, by the president, but it could be any other federal official, elected official. Um, but it's usually predicated on some basic evidence that has already been gathered that really points in the direction uh, of the need for a further inquiry. And you don't have to believe me. You can listen to Republicans, including, um, you know, for instance, Republican Ken Buck, not a liberal Democrat, who basically said he hasn't seen any evidence of wrongdoing by the president. And so that's why so many of us are just dumbfounded by this particular move. You started off by saying there's no merit here. I mean, what's your take on Speaker McCarthy not taking a floor vote? I think he doesn't have the votes. It's it's because he doesn't have enough Republicans, let alone Democrats, who would support such a move. And that's why he decided not to call the vote. You know, it's perfectly legal to, to launch an inquiry without a floor vote. But just two weeks ago, we know that McCarthy said that he would not do this. He would not open an inquiry without a formal vote on the floor. What was the shift? I think the shift was he recognized that there weren't enough votes to support such a move, and uh, and yet his hard right demanded that he open the inquiry. And you have to remember that he also demanded such a vote at the time that uh, the impeachment inquiry began with regard to President Trump. And so, you know, he's basically gone back on his position on this uh, out of political expediency because there's just not enough support. There is no evidence of wrongdoing by the president. McCarthy says he's focused on a culture of corruption. That's a quote uh, within the Biden family. And he's pointing at business dealings of the president's son, Hunter. Well, look, even if the president's son engaged in any wrongdoing, that's not the same as the president. Um, you, you can't impeach the son. You, you can only impeach a federal elected official, in this case, the president. And there's no evidence to support such an impeachment. That's why they keep talking about the sun. So, I mean, the, the right to your point, I mean, they, they see the Hunter Biden controversy as a huge scandal, you know, scandal of the century. And, and 
Democrats are saying nothing to see here. So, I mean, are are you concerned about the allegations at all that that relatives of the president, primarily in this case, his son, made millions of dollars from foreign sources and, and didn't disclose them properly? Shouldn't that be looked at? That's why. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I, I support the continued investigation of the son. There's a U.S. attorney and a special counsel now who's been tasked with uh, doing this. And I believe that the special counsel has already announced uh, that he's going to bring some kind of indictment of the son on some wrongdoing by the end of the month. But again, you know, when you talk about an impeachment, we're talking about, in this case, President Biden. Mm -hmm. And as Don Bacon, another Republican from, in this case, Nebraska, again, not a liberal, liberal Democrat, has said he has not yet seen evidence implicating the president. And in in fact, just to uh, add one other thing, their lead witness, uh, a person named Mr. Archer, I think it's Devon or Devin Archer, uh, whom they brought uh, to the committee, the the oversight committee, he himself, that lead witness said he cannot implicate the president in any wrongdoing. So we're kind of in this weird situation where even their quote-unquote best evidence doesn't seem to implicate the president. And so we're just left uh, wasting time on an impeachment when we should be worried worried about other uh, issues such as funding the government. There are talks that uh, the speaker is caving into Donald Trump and his allies. What do you make of that? I think there's a lot of truth to that. The, um, the party has uh, at this point become the party of Donald Trump. The hard right wing, the extreme right wing of the party, also known as the Freedom Caucus, it has other names as well. Um, this particular caucus, uh, you know, basically is a wholly owned subsidiary of Donald Trump at this point in terms of uh, their political representation. And so they have demanded this particular move uh, as support for anything else happening in the House. And basically, the speaker has now turned to them and is giving in to their demands. I mean, how does this benefit the far right, though? Well, it it allows Donald Trump to essentially say, well, look, I have been implicated in so many different indictments. But look at the other side as well, trying to you know muddy the picture to um, you know, make it seem as though his own uh, illegality or alleged illegality um, is is just, uh, it needs to be diminished in importance. Um, But of course, I don't think people will will buy that. Mm. Representative uh, Daryl Issa, who's a senior Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, said that, quote, impeachment is not the goal. So what do you think is? It appears that at this point, the bigger the bigger picture here is that Kevin McCarthy um, has a problem on his hands. He is trying to fund the government, trying to make sure that certain appropriations bills get passed out of the House. Um, but he's only willing to do those things based on Republican support. And so in order to get Republican support, he needs to get the support of this uh, extremist caucus. And and so their demand is to start this inquiry. Mm-hmm. And so that's 
I think what's really going on, regardless of whatever happens with the impeachment or its merits, I think he's trying to placate them to get their temporary support to pass, again, these extremist bills. But that's, I think, what's really going on. So as I mentioned, election season has already kicked off. Do you think that this puts Democrats on the defense for 2024? No, I don't think so. I think that, look, I'm not sure exactly about the politics of it, but what I do know is that, um, you know, my constituents and others that I've spoken to, not a single one is asking for an impeachment inquiry, nor is anybody saying, let's have a government shutdown. They're asking for the opposite. They want to make sure their government is funded, that the government is operating, that we're paying attention, for instance, to the spike in poverty, which you alluded to, especially among children. Uh, they're paying it, that we're paying attention to supporting cities like Chicago and taking care of migrants and what's happening at the border mm-hmm. and not on these um, really meritless matters that uh, Kevin McCarthy and, and this hard right wing of this party are pursuing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess my, my follow up to that is, you know, in terms of the upcoming presidential election, does it matter whether these impeachment efforts are successful? I mean, even if the efforts fail, the inquiry sets the stage, I think, for months of, of hearings that are going to pull the focus of voters. And it could be difficult for Democrats to get non impeachment messaging across. No? I'm not sure. Uh, again, I, I don't know how the politics will exactly play out, but I think an alternative scenario, which is likely to occur as well, is that on the one hand, they see a president and a White House that's focused on kind of substantive issues, you know, trying to improve people's health care and education, trying to improve the job, you know, the economy and the job situation. And and. Now, on a split screen, you see the House Oversight Committee and Judiciary Committee and Kevin McCarthy mm-hmm. talking about impeachment. I think people will get really frustrated in that situation. And I think they'll see that, you know, one side seems to be focused on their matters and the other side is not. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, you're on that House Oversight Committee, which is one of the three committees tasked with carrying out the inquiry into the president. Um it's one of the big stories of the day in Washington, this uh, impeachment inquiry. But as you've talked about, there's plenty more going on. We've got worries about a government shutdown later this month if Congress doesn't fund the government. Are you confident that we can avoid that shutdown? Just give us the latest there. I'm not confident. Um, I wish I could say I was, but I'm not. Because I think that you know Kevin McCarthy, again, wants to pass a bill to continue government funding, but almost, it appears, mainly based on Republican votes. And so if that is his strategy, where he's only going to look to Republicans for support, then um, he's going to uh, likely have to look to this extremist caucus uh, for support, and they're going to make demands, which I think are going to push not just Democrats, but many moderate Republicans away. And as a consequence, uh, you'll be left with a situation where there could be a shutdown. The other part of this, Sasha Ann, is that there's a group of Republicans who want a shutdown. Believe it or not, they want a shutdown. And, um, you know, for the life of me, I don't understand why you'd ever want that. 
given that we just went through a shutdown in 2018, 2019 under Donald Trump for 35 days where the Social Security Administration wasn't able to help seniors. Uh, FEMA wasn't able to help disaster stricken communities as quickly as they should. And, you know, active duty military and other federal employees had to work without pay. I, I remember there were TSA people from O'Hare who had to actually go to food banks to make ends meet. Why would we ever want that situation? I think that's completely opposite of what the American people want. We'll leave it there. That's U.S. Congressman from Illinois' 8th District, Raja Krishnamurthy. Representative, thank you so much. Thank you, Sasha Ann.